This episode is brought to you by Baron Fig. Find out more at mofonepodcast.com slash Baron Fig. Hey, this is Josh Holtzclaw, graphic artist at Pixar, and you are listening to the Master of One Podcast. And you can check out my work at bigfriendco.com. Welcome to another episode of the Master of One Podcast, the podcast that's walking on air. Part one this week, we talk about Hero Complex Gallery, La La Land, Hot Toys, Baby Groot, and not Kingsman, The Golden Circle. We also welcome back Tom Whalen for his monthly segment, 10 with Tom. I'm Andrew, your Master of Art and Design. I'm Patrick, your Master of Television and Film. And I'm Luke, your Master of Toys and Games. So raise a glass to the ones who are just foolish enough to dream, because it's time for another episode. Are we able to walk on sunshine? The M of One podcast is all about the creative, so we are excited to partner with Baron Fig. They are the makers of the world's best notebooks and writing tools. Baron Fig is all about the thinker, the people that create and inspire those around them. And all of their products are a result of community feedback. You won't find a better notebook than their flagship, Confidant. And once you use it, you'll be hooked. Head over to mofonepodcast.com slash Fig to learn more and get yours today. We like to kick every episode off by going around the table, which is where we talk about something new, fun, and noteworthy about our weeks. Patrick, why don't you take us down the trip to Memory House? (laughs) (laughs) How did you know that's what I called it? Um, So actually, my my week very much so involved you because I saw you all this past week. (laughs) You got like, you got really reflective towards the end of that sentence. Well, so I had this really weird moment because last week we talked about uh, a bit of the development process leading up to you being here. So I had this flash of like, wait, did Andrew come two weeks ago? Like I, I had this like a bit of a crazy moment, but no, you were just here. You were in Chattanooga uh, all last week. Um, I've and, been home um, for roughly 48 hours at this point and I'm yeah, still ex- recovering. Exactly. So uh, my week was a lot of that. Honestly, it's been slammed. You know, we're getting ready to go to this. Um, I mean, re- getting ready to go to San Antonio. There's a very awesome Mondo show uh, this weekend. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. And um, in preparation for that, there's just a lot of work that's kind of got to be wrapped up. And so I've been pretty busy uh, in, in the, the pop culture side of things. Uh, you know, I, I told you I was going to start uh, Better Call Saul. I'm, I'm four episodes into the second season now. Um, I've started the podcast uh, S-Town. I don't know if you all have heard of it. The recommendation came yep. up from a couple people in the Slack channel. Uh, the latest one was I Am Rita Kiss just finished it. And I'm actually four episodes into S-Town uh, right now. And it is... Like, we came home today, and Mackenzie didn't turn on the TV. She didn't do anything. She just sat on the couch and just listened to S-Town. Um, it is, like, that enthralling. Is, this, um, is it a podcast based on the song by Live? It's where the people from S-Club Miami li- live. They also call it S-Town. Okay. S-Club 7. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the the deal is it, it's about a, a guy that, that lives in... Um, uh, he's in, uh, what city in Alabama? It's going to slip my mind naturally because I was going to say it, but he, he lives in Alabama, not that far outside of Birmingham. And, uh, he, he gets in touch with, uh, one of these reporters and, uh, it's one of the people that worked on, uh, serial, I believe, or, or it's like kind of the same group of people. And, um, he says that there's been a murder that in his town that was swept under the rug, and he wants them to come investigate. Hmm. And that's kind of what kicks it off. But the, the guy is just this incredibly huge personality. He's, uh, it's you're not sure how many parts genius and how many parts just absolutely insane this person is. Yeah, and uh, it starts diving into the story from there, and uh, it is just man, the it is a cast of characters like you wouldn't believe. Hmm. So give yourself about. Um, honestly you only need about 15 minutes for the first episode and i'm i'm pretty sure you'll be hooked if nothing else because you'll be laughing out loud every other sentence because it is it is crazy i there's some phrases that i can't repeat because we are family friendly but as soon as we hang up the skype call i'm going to say them to you because they are they are would you would you would you say that maybe you would be saying them at us (laughs) well yeah depends (laughs) i would say that completely depends on you um so that's been most of my week, but I think there was a highlight of the week, and I think this can probably bleed into Andrew's, but Andrew, you and I, it was your first time and my first time, 
we went to a place in Chattanooga called the Coin Op Arcade. So if you just want to pick it up from there. Sure. So uh, we went to the Coin Op Arcade, which is a it's what it sounds like. It's an arcade um, filled with vintage pinball machines and arcade machines. It's in Chattanooga um, and in downtown and. But what's cool about it, besides the arcade, it's also a bar. And what's cool about it even further, besides being just a bar, it's also a cereal bar. So you can order um, cereal at this counter, and they give they do not skimp on the cereal. I mean, it was like a bowl, a hearty, hearty bowl, and I ordered Apple Jacks. Um, I hadn't had anything to eat um, for dinner, and we had already been just all over the place and so i was ready to eat something and it was cool that they had apple jacks so but you would love it luke it's like um the the entire decor is like nostalgic 80s and 90s toys and things like there's a totally, nickelodeon yeah. alarm clock uh nice. they had old like original ninja turtle toys like all over the place they had the tip um, jar was the uh the van like the ninja turtles yeah, the tip van. jar was the party van like the original okay, one cool um so it's just a really, really rad place. And on top of that, it's the owner is super cool. I got to talk to him for a little bit and um while I was asking him like why like why this? Like why 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 is this the thing that you decided to uh to do? And he's been doing it now for like two years, he said. Um but during the process of talking to him, he's super cool and I said, Hey, do you have anything, like anything to to buy, um, like any swag or anything like that? And um He's like, yeah, I've got a couple things. So he reached down under under the counter and comes back up with like a couple of different koozies and a coin, a little coin, uh, squeezable po- coin purse deal. I have one of the those from Traplin. Right, um, but it totally makes sense for this arcade, right, to have a yeah. coin yep. thing. Um, and he 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 sets it on the table. I'm like, cool. And I grabbed one of the one of the things because I always want to support you know local stuff like that. So I grabbed one of them and I, I laid a five dollar bill down because they were all for sale. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, take them all. I don't want your money. So he's just like a super cool dude That's cool. Um, yeah, who apparently is too good for my money. Um, so um, if you are in the Chattanooga area, I would for sure check that place out. It is incredible. Um, other than that, it's been it's just been breakneck pace doing design work and knocking stuff out. We watched Veep. I've, uh, Veep kicked off last week. Um, and Patrick, I, I believe, talked about it on the show last week. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but episode two... Um, Man, I'm just more. I haven't more. watched yet. I have episode two of Veep. I have episode one of Silicon Valley. Right, and they're yeah, both right. waiting on me right now. Yeah. Um. So I, if you're not watching Veep, first of all, that probably means you're a better person than I am. Um. It is. It is arguably one of the most irreverent shows on television right now, which makes it even more ironic that they debuted it on Easter. <laughs> um, but uh, Tony Hale is just, he is the star of this show. Um, he, even though, you know, Julia, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, whatever it is, um, is yes. the top, she's top build. Um, t- uh, Tony Hale knocks it out of the park with this show. And I'm more and more convinced that, he is just an incredible actor. I mean, he plays Buster Bluth on Arrested Development. He's also, ironically, I found this out. Um, I guess I say ironically. It is ironically. He's he's a Christian. He's a he's a man of faith. He fo- he follows Jesus, and he is on arguably one of the roughest shows when it comes to uh, filth. <laughs> hmm. It's not like it's not like uh, you know you're not going to see nudity. You're not going to see sex or anything like that. But you the amount of um, gutter jokes. Uh, you could probably, if you did a drinking game of of gutter jokes from that show, you would be blasted um, halfway through, right, Patrick? I mean, oh, I think sooner than that <laughs> depends on your tolerance. Uh, but That's yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah, it depends on how yeah how how much of a lightweight you are. So anyway, um, I, I've been I, I watched that and have been enjoying that. Um, and otherwise, it's just been a lot of design work and um, preparing for this weekend, which is going to be a big weekend for us. So uh, we'll get to that stuff later, though, like Patrick alluded to. Uh, Luke, why don't you take us home for this one? Yeah, uh, you know what, man? This week has been—it's been a long week. Uh, just a lot of work, getting ready for this <laughs> this week. Right now, we have a catalog shoot all week, sh- shooting some uh, auto parts, and so just planning for that. And uh, Matt, my business partner, they had their baby last week, so that was busy. Um, it's been a it's been a week. Um, I didn't were you even there know Matt to like pregnant. catch? Yeah, yeah, I caught. Yep, I got Dude, the name. Dude, that's awesome. Did man. you film Congra- it? Yep. Congratulations. Did you have yeah. like a four K? Like mm-hmm. no. Yeah, it's it'll mm-hmm. be available um, exclusively on to Oculus patrons? Rift. 
Um, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's a point of view coming out, though. That, right, right. Oh, no, okay. All right, I, I, can get, I can get on board with that. I want to know, did you shoot it pre or post labor? Well, post, That's obviously. It's just... Okay, great, great, great. There was, there was extra room in there for yeah, a bit exactly. while everything <laughs> kind of contracted fit. back. Patrick um, hates this. It he was started a 50-pound IMAX camera. <laughs> Patrick started it, and he immediately regrets huh? the decision yeah, to take us down uh, I don't know. To because the birth I haven't canal. had a taint. <laughs> My mind with that taint. yet, That's like Mackenzie. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe you ended that <laughs> sentence on the word taint. <laughs> I, I have like something in my throat. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Uh, the 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 point is, this week has been a long week, and it's this week will be a long week. And I am just playing ESO and playing board games. I got D and D Friday night, and it's gonna be good. Other than that, man. It's just work and just yep. that's it. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you got stuff to and do. You know, it it's good it because I'm I'm making money, and so that's really all I can ask for is to be able to provide for my family doing what I love, and so that's what I'm doing. That's um, true. Other than that, I'm black sales. Just watch it if you haven't watched it. Watch it. It's so you're good. Still, you're still on that, yeah? Kick, huh? So good, dude. <laughs> it's so good. I got to talk to. Uh, uh, I got a chance to talk to uh, Amgarsh. He called me because of Black Sales. He, we FaceTimed uh, from his backyard, and it, he's like, "Hey, this is the set of Black Sales," <laughs> and it looks like <laughs> it because uh, he's in Bermuda and it's beautiful. Um, yeah, so it was awesome to talk to him and Chris Lynn. Uh She's super cute, and he's just the goodest dude. I like him. I've realized that he told I me don't... one of the most terrifying ghost stories I've ever heard, though. I don't want to hear it. Oh, you you did hear it because I knew he was going. Oh, to. He told it to me. I have since told it to two other people. Both one person cried. No, I don't want to hear Chantra? it. Chantra? Yeah. No, nope. it wasn't Chantra. I don't want to hear it. Nope. There's it's, no way. Uh, no, an adult person teared up at the thought of it because it was. It's terrifying. Yeah. Is it like <laughs> a, is a true thing that happened? It's a true thing that happened. Here's what happened. Okay. Here's no 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 no. Just here's kidding. my I'm just here's kidding. my I'm not vote. Gonna do it. Let's get Amgarsh to tell it for our patrons. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's a, a great idea. idea. That's a great idea. That because okay. Luke doesn't contribute to the show, so he doesn't have to hear it. <laughs> okay. So we will sometime within like the next month, because uh, we have to we have to coordinate it. This is like yeah. off the cuff. We'll get Amgarsh to tell our patrons the ghost story that made Andrew cry. Yeah, and he said that there's actually more details to it that his wife has, so that she can actually do a better job telling the story. So maybe, maybe it's a dual, it's a team effort. I don't oh, know. We'll see. Cool. I, I like anyway, it. we we uh, have gone off rails multiple times. Luke, you uh, just have a terrible time keeping us on track. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I would for sure blame it on Luke. That's Absolutely. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, all right. Well, so then that's it for our around the table. Up next, the special ten with Tom. Tom. <laughs> Every month, we sit down with one of our good friends, Mr. Tom Whalen, for a segment that we like to call 10 with Tom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome him back to the show, Mr. Tom Whalen. Thank you, guys. Good to be back. I good need a, like a Vuvuzela or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. or, or, at least, or at least an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, that's, what, that's what we do in our hearts whenever we see you, Tom. I like, um, I like the sound of that. Uh, so tonight, uh, let me just say, you're looking a lot more dapper, uh, a lot more like polished. You're not wearing a baseball hat tonight. That could be it. That um, could be the only difference. You <laughs> look like you a guy who is, who is ready to get down to business. Showered. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the first time we've seen Tom showered, apparently. That's all it takes. <laughs> I, oh, okay, that, that speaks wonders. So, um, or speaks volumes. Speaks wonders? Is that a thing? Nope, it's yeah. not. I'll take it. Yeah, so you know, you got the Tom mic. takes it. He's good. So we, uh, if you've been around, you know the drill. If this, if this is something that's new to you, Tom comes on our show, um, graciously gives us, affords us ten minutes of his time, and he will not give us one second more. He's been very clear about that. <laughs> um, so what we do is uh, we give him ten minutes, and he just has he the floor. We'll, every we'll... time, too. That's the weird part. Yeah, he's like, remember, yeah. guys, we said ten minutes. <laughs> anyway, he has a, the rest. Yeah. Um, he has a timer that he holds up passive aggressively as he's talking. Um, but uh, he he comes and he brings something new and noteworthy from his world, something he's working on. Sometimes we get to ask him questions. Um, usually it, it usually uh, ends with us uh, saying a whole lot of things that he's not allowed to talk about. I'm super um, busy. I can't tell you. Exactly. He's always <laughs> under NDA. But fortunately, this time we have something that we can talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and set the timer. 
and uh, we're going to get things up and running. Are you ready, Tom? Go for it. All right, your 10 minutes starts now. Tell us who you are, what you're doing, what's going on with Tom Whalen, and then uh, let's talk about your pieces. <laughs> That's a weird thing yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, We've been yeah. building a relationship, obviously, like over Wait. time, so... Way to kick that segment off. Uh, yeah, so uh, I am super excited. This week is the uh, uh, new Mondo Disney, um, I believe it's called Never Grow Up uh, show in Austin. And I'm um, heading down for it. A few pieces in the show, which should be uh, showing soon, uh, debuting this week. Yeah, I would yeah. hope, because the show is Friday. We're we're sitting, this is Tuesday on the release day. We're sitting just a handful of days away. And uh, we've seen so many pieces coming out. They're teasing things out left and right. It seems like every day they're adding one or two more pieces to the, to the, the very impressive lineup. Um, and yet to see any Waylon pieces showing up on my Instagram feed or my Twitter feed. And so uh, I've been patiently waiting. I guess I'll have to patiently wait a couple more days. I've been impatiently <laughs> waiting. Oh, Patrick. Patrick <laughs> just is just in a, a fury of uh, just – he's just constantly yelling because he can't wait any longer. Well, because uh, I think we've, we've seen the, the entire artist roster, yes. right? Yeah, they announced that. Yeah, they revealed that, yeah. So I'm just weighing the number of artists against the number of pieces we've seen, and it's not adding up right now. Like I feel like there's just so much that's still yeah, like shrouded in mystery. When I see, I haven't seen. I, I only saw a few uh, before as the show was going. You know, as all the artists were working. So um, I, I'm excited every time there's a reveal. I've heard who's paired up with what properties, but to actually see them is just as exciting for me too. So let's talk about that here for a second. And we, we, so per the usual, we are going to have to shroud some of this in mystery because it's not yet time to reveal right. the properties you've worked on. Um, but let's talk a little bit about what's different about this show because this will be the second Disney show you've yes. worked on with Mondo. Um, their big, their big um, Disney show. This one is con in conjunction with Oh My Disney yes. and with Cyclops. Um, we're seeing some different aesthetic coming out of this show already than we saw in year in in the the previous show. Um, are you feeling that same that same? Uh, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, are you are you noticing that as well, or do you feel like this is on par with what you expected from the last? You show? know, maybe it's on par with what I expected from the Cyclops and Mondo um, tag team because I think they have a. I don't know if it's if it's understood or, or written or what, but there is a level of quality and um, just a general vibe to all those pieces. So I, I know what you're saying. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think back to that first show and, and think if there's anything that really tied all those pieces together. Um, can, I, can I give you my take on it? And we were talking about this a little bit before, we, before you joined us in the conversation. Um, it seems like the first show was a little bit more light and airy a little bit more uh, fun and playful. This one seems like a lot of the pieces are coming out, not, not that they're dark like in an evil kind of way, but yeah. the, the theme seems to be a lot more, it's driven more toward maybe more obscure um, and, and just even yes, visually and, uh, just from darker. From what I heard last time, there was a couple pieces that got bounced for being too dark. Um, I, I don't think that's a concern this time because I, I just saw the Fantasia today and that's phenomenal. And same with Bambi. So yeah. and I don't I don't know that those two pieces yeah. would have flown in the last show. So I, I well, on the little yeah. the Little Mermaid piece I think epitomizes it. it I mean that piece is yep. is all grayscale. It's black and white, and you think Little Mermaid, you think you would see Ariel somewhere in that, and you see her nowhere. It's yeah. just it's Ursula, and yeah. it's she's taken up eighty percent of this piece, and it's uh, so for for your from your perspective, without saying the properties that you worked on. Did you approach this show differently than you approached the first one no. that you did? For me, I just, um, I, I kind of, they told me, just do your thing. Just don't, you know. And it's funny that um, those, that that prevailing sentiment of like a darker theme is, is coming up for you. Because I, I don't know that all the artists got together and, and hashed that out. It, but it may have, the, the artists that tend to go darker may have been allowed to do their thing. But for me, I was, I kind of, um, I, I, you know, I did my, my take on, on the, the properties that I was, was assigned. So, 
Um, I, I don't think that toes, you know, I don't think that follows suit for the, the darker stuff that's been coming out. So following the thread of uh, artists getting together, uh, I remember the, um, I think maybe one of the last big gallery shows we talked about the year that um, you were in was Inforama. It was you and Tom yeah. and uh, Matt Taylor. And you were talking a lot about how the three of you um, sharing work together uh, in your process really pushed each one of you to your yeah. best work, right? Because, you know, you would see what someone else was doing and it would blow you away and you would feel the need to, right. oh, i got to right. step up my game for this. When you move into a show of this size um, with this many artists, is, is it still possible to almost collaborate in some ways with people or are you if, kind of more on your I, own? I think if you share within the community, like uh, we definitely like talk and share work between us. Uh, Matt Taylor and I pass stuff back and forth occasionally, but I kind of mm -hmm. did this in a vacuum. I, I do, I do say I Rob at Mondo is probably the, the nexus point of all of this. So he kind of, he has a hand in everything. So, and, and he sees everything and directs everything. So he, he probably, if anything can steer uh, stuff in, in a certain direction as a theme, but he, I've, I've never had that kind of feedback from him where he would say, well, everybody else is doing dark. Why don't you go dark? Um, so we, we, there is on my end, they're sharing, you know, for, I, I share a lot with Dave Perillo, uh, just, just bounce ba daily bounce back and forth. Hey, what do you think of this as a composition work colors, whatever. Um, but there's not for this big of a show. Um, I didn't share a whole lot back and forth with with the other artists in the show that's it so i want to know from from your perspective and i recognize that this is not like not official whatsoever and you're not like the official spokesman of the show but how many how many yeah but how many pieces should we expect to see overall because we've already seen a myriad of pieces um and we know we've seen right. none of yours yet so and we're, and I'm guessing several artists are doing several properties. So what's what's the rough number that well, we should expect to see at this show? The what I saw James from Cyclops post the other day was that there's 40 artists, but some artists are doing more than one piece. And I know so there's you know there's a minimum of 40, uh, probably a lot more <laughs> because. The Mondo's not big enough for this. Right. Like, that's what, what, I'm, that's honestly, that's where my head's going. <laughs> They're going to be on, like, on the and, floor and, and stuck to the ceiling. My guess and <laughs> is that the, that does not even include variants, any kind of variants, because that I, – I think it's going to be a lot oh of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm, I'm wondering – and you can't, I have to you cash out my 401K now. I know. <laughs> I have like a couple I, like, days. You can't, uh, you can't confirm or deny this, but I'm wondering, like as we were, we were looking through stuff, I was wondering if, if we're going to see any other paraphernalia besides I Prince at the show. So, I don't think so, but that. I could be wrong. There's, I know there are no originals. I, I know it's been said there are no originals. But there's no okay. like pins, maybe I some wish, Tom Whelan no, pins? I can, I, can, I can confirm that now. You can not even some more Marvel pins because okay. you've, you've only right. made sixty of them so far. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and round it, round up the other forty, right, and just right. make it an even hundred, and we'll just. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. there, it's all um, there, I'm guessing they're just they're looking for as much inch space as they possibly can. I don't yeah, know I how they're, they're going to funnel everybody. I know the show is running stuff on the roof right now. What? They're <laughs> putting grid walls on the roof. I, it, <laughs> this amazing. is just nuts. I mean. I, I'm thinking about the crowd, um, like I'm thinking about Inforama, and then I'm also thinking about the crowd from when uh, a couple of the shows Andrew's been to at, at Mondo. I, I just, I'm trying to picture what this weekend's going to look like. I, it's going to be I a madhouse. I cannot speak to this show. I don't know what it, this, the last one was three years ago. But that show, there was probably a line during the day that I would conservatively estimate was a quarter of a mile long. I went for lunch, and I can remember just driving, and the line just just snaked through those neighborhoods. Square footage-wise, how big oh, would you boy. say Mondo is? Like 700 square feet? Negative. No idea. Uh, <laughs> it's not I, big. I, mean, I would say six to 700 is a fair guess. So, so I'm saying if you haven't been before, because I think some people are listening, and they don't have any idea. Like, this is a gallery space. I mean, it is a, a – I don't know what they're going to do to the area, but it's – when I was right. there, white right. and walls and yeah, uh, the can, two times have, I've uh, been, yeah. floating walls they can put in the middle. I'm sure they'll need to um, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll, they'll be having yes. some yeah. modulars for sure. But if you're imagining, uh, uh, you're it's talking just going to be show, a maze. You go in the front door and snake out to the people, back door and just leave. Yep. Can't if stop. you're imagining that many people going through 700 square footage, yeah. you know, square feet of space, it's just totally going to be a madhouse. Um, basically, limit at the door. They have to, uh, you know, just yeah. just crowd. Capacity. Oh yeah, it's just going to be constantly yeah. regulation. So your your ten minutes is up. We're going to give you a couple extra seconds yeah, sure. if you'll grant us that. Um, so just so we can promote the show and tell people where to find us, we're also going to be doing a, a meetup. And Tom is hopefully we're going to talk to his <laughs> wife uh, and try to get this uh, try to get this all worked out, get the get the logistics figured out. But um, we're going to do a meetup while we're in Austin. Patrick is flying in um, to Austin, so we're going to be get, getting we're going to be and able McKenzie, to hang out with Patrick and, and McKenzie, McKenzie. Sorry, Patrick yes. and McKenzie are going to be there. That's right. Um, it's going to be a great time, but, uh, tell everybody when the show is and, um, and what they, uh, you know, it what is, they need to do to get there. Uh, at the Mondo Gallery at, uh, in Austin, 4115 Guadalupe Street. And, uh, I bl- it's on Friday, April 28th, and I believe it starts at three. Um, okay. Yeah, that's right. right. It does. Early. You're killing it. Do you work? I do. For, yeah. Well, I guess you yeah. do do work for Mondo. So that's. <laughs> have you ever worked with Mondo? <laughs> and I think really there's a kids event the next day, um, and then I think it runs for a few weeks after that. Uh, the, the gallery will be open. Cool. And so I imagine if any pieces are, I'm sure they'll keep some pieces available for web yes. purchasing, but um, that won't happen right. for probably the, a few maybe weeks. typically the, a week or two after the show opens. And then we should expect any any and all APs that you have available to hit maybe a couple um, months from now. Pr- yeah, well, it depends. Probably when I get them, it would it'd probably be maybe a month from now. Okay. I didn't know how long you have well, to – if there's like a clearance that you have to wait the until The only like thing I have to wait for on Mondo's end is for them to sell out. As soon as they sell out, I could technically sell okay. the, the minute after they sell out, so – Cool. So, so that's Saturday. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, so roughly sale. 13 right. seconds after the show opens, you'll be able right. to sell exactly. all of your APs. That's fantastic. Um, well, dude, thank you again for chatting with us. We look forward to uh, seeing you and hanging out with you and rubbing up on you. Um, in uh, <laughs> that's what you call that, right, Patrick? It's on a bucket list. I can do it's that. I can, I can fulfill that this week. Um, in Austin. It's on here. a list in a bucket. I think yes. is what you meant. <laughs> Um, and we, dude, I can't wait to see you and hang yeah, out and, uh, and chat again. Yeah, so likewise. we'll see you soon. And if you're in the Austin area, come on out. It's going to be a great time. You'll be able to hang out with us. Right. And then there's art too. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, master categories, slammer jammers. We are excited to be partnering with Baron Fig, and it is no secret that the Confidant is is frankly one of the best notebooks out out there. So yeah. if you're not familiar with it, it is their flagship hardcover notebook, and uh, and we've talked about it before, but on the show, yeah. it's uh, it's you can get blank ruled or dot grid. It has uh, perforated pages, um, super high quality. I think it's archival quality paper. It, it opens flat even if you're on like the third page. All yeah. this really cool stuff. Well, in addition, it's ever-evolving. They are always listening to community feedback, and, and they're always improving on this already genuinely awesome notebook. I mean, seriously, everyone here uses it and I think has used it since the Kickstarter campaign. Yes. But now the Confidant is available in three sizes. So they still have their, their flagship model, but they also have a plus size and a pocket size. Yeah. Um, yep. So just whatever fits you or what you do. I know, uh, Andrew, you said that you love the extra real estate of the, uh, the, the plus size. Yeah, I like it. It's it's kind of one of those things where there's a, a use for the flagship size, um, and I thought that maybe once I transitioned to the bigger one, I wouldn't want to use that one anymore, but they definitely both have their place. If you're going to be sketching something that needs a little bit more real estate or taking more like copious notes that you need all in one place, the plus size one is definitely the way to go, um, but I still find myself using both. I go back and forth between my regular one. I haven't got my hands on a pocket one yet, but I will soon, and who knows, maybe that will even provide further um exploration into ideas so so here's the deal it's an amazing notebook there's no questions asked everyone that has used them uh swears by them but if you need another reason to purchase one uh baron fig is planting a tree for every confidant they sell so far they have planted 98,521 trees but who's counting so 
But who's counting? They're obviously very... They're, li- someone they're literally is, counting. They hired oh, right. someone only to count. Right. But the point is, if you need another reason, it, the notebook you buy is also going to plant a tree somewhere in the world. So mm-hmm. head over to mofonepodcast.com forward slash confidant. Uh, check out the sizes. Check out the colors. Go ahead and pick yours up today. <laughs> Every week we talk about our tokens we drew the week before in our master category section. And last week, Luke Flowers drew all of our own categories. So congratulations. Killed if you have it. not listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode. What a super cool guy. Um, all right. So that means, Patrick, you have TV and film. So why don't you take us away? Let me get into take it. Take us away? Take it away? Take us to a, a place. Yeah. Take me away. That's song. I love this. This is great. <laughs> okay. This, Winning. That's gold. Um, okay. So the deal is that at the beginning of the episode, you said, uh, you go through what we talk about and you said, and not Kingsman, um, the golden circle. Well, that was because yesterday it was tweeted from the, the Kingsman official Twitter that they would be releasing their trailer today and the trailers for the golden circle um, that being said, it never showed up. So w- we go to record. I think this episode, we went to start about 10 o'clock tonight. Trailer still hasn't been released. That's what I was planning on talking about. Nothing here. So we go through the recording. We talk to Tom, everything like that. We get done talking with Tom and the trailer had been put up. Awesome. So we took a break. This is all behind the curtain stuff. We took a break and we watched it. And can I just say that I absolutely loved that trailer so the picking up in this film we see the uh the primary headquarters is is exploded some missile hits it and like sinks it eggsy is in he's in full kingsman mode um and then we have the um uh frank sinatra i did it my way that that is playing in the background and you're seeing these like cut together action sequences I am just absolutely so excited for this film. You know, Kingsman has managed to walk a, a a very good line of having levity, being funny, but at the same time being a serious, you know, kind of Bond style um, action film. Um, and you manage to see it and appreciate it both ways. Like you take it seriously as a spy film, you take it seriously as a comedy. You you're able to enjoy it and uh, allow it to still be believable somehow. Uh, it's just a very cool balance they've managed to strike, and that seems to be carried throughout this trailer. So, and it's not it's not satirical. It actually lives in the realm of the genre, which is weird. I think that's what you mean by hitting a weird balance. And I think that I think you put it a better way than I just did because it could. Easily, like, something like Austin Powers is satire. Yeah, that's a Um, satire. It is funny. Like, it is still as funny as going to see a film like that, and yet it doesn't live in that satirical realm. Um, Yeah, I think very well said. Um, Very excited. So we do see, uh, if you stick around through the trailer, I feel weird spoiling it because we literally just watched it minutes ago. So Yeah, it's only been out... it's been out for five minutes. Chances the time are, we're recording this. if you're listening in the morning, you probably haven't seen it yet. So I'm not going to spoil what happens. But um, the, there is actually like a, a little bit of a. Uh, of course, the yeah. trailer is teasing, right? It's so a there's a bit of a tease. Spoiler. It's a couple yeah. things. So um, just go watch it. There's some new members. There's some uh, kind of old faces. I, I, I the I cast can't wait is great. To see it. Oh, the cast is incredible. Um, you know, I didn't even need to see the cast. You know. Seeing the film last time, the actor that plays Eggsy, and I, I can't remember his name right now. I apologize. I should have uh, – a professional would have done their research. Um, well, to be fair, you didn't, you didn't think you were going to be talking about this. <laughs> yeah, an hour ago, I didn't need to do my – I didn't need to pull it up. Um, the actor that plays Eggsy, you know, it wasn't a person that I was familiar with. And um, so that being said, like, I, the cast really doesn't matter very much to me. Because I'm already so sold on what the film is going to be based on the first one that I, I just don't need to know the cast, but it has a very, very strong cast. So, um, so very Karen excited for Egerton. this film. Thank you. Awesome. Um, very excited for this film. Uh, and as and a side thing, we also um, are just, you know, next week we'll be watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 which is incredibly exciting. The the review embargo has been lifted and it's sitting around 90% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So side note, but get excited. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will apparently be good. 
as if we needed any convincing, but I think uh, Kingsman will be great as well. So, um, so that's it. That's movies. It's a bunch of trailers and a bunch of looking forward to, but it's exciting stuff for me. Absolutely. Why don't you uh, hand it over to Luke then? Sure. Okay. So in the same vein, I uh, thought you didn't need me in that transaction. Uh, <laughs> I think that you handled it perfectly well. well. Because here's the thing: well, like we know talking, what Luke's getting ready to yeah, talk yeah, about. It talk, seems like it would have been a perfect transition good, for you to be like, "I think Luke, segue. this would be great." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I am talking. I? Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to talk about so Hot Toys uh, announced a baby Groot, a life-size baby Groot. So uh, this is a. Let's see. How tall is it? 26 centimeters tall. It's about uh, 11 inches. About yeah. this. Um, man, okay. So here's the thing. Hot toys are incredible, right? They they just look amazing. Their level of detail, like, I mean, we, we, have, t- uh, we have fawned over them for years now. Um, this Groot is no different. It looks great. You know, it looks... Awesome. The articulation, it's like 15 points of articulation, I think. Uh, a couple different faces, some different hands. There's actual cloth clothing that you can put on him. Um, it's awesome. Here's my problem. Plus, it's one-to-one scale. It's one-to-one scale, yeah. It's just, I mean, that never happens in uh, the toy world based on a movie property. Um, my problem is this. I am super, super scared that Baby Groot is is a whole bunch of hype. Um, I, like, like as a character, as a character, yeah. I mean, it's he's littered through all the trailers, and and everybody is loving it. <sighs> well, he's he's for sure clickbait, right? Yeah. The question I think you're asking is: Is he clickbait? But with with a level of of actual um, payoff, or is he clickbait like Captain Phasma? Baby yeah, Groot exactly. is the way that you get it, your girlfriend excited about going to see the film you want to see. So just let it girlfriend. happen. Good point. <laughs> that is true. So it's they're not they're missing a, a key demographic here. Um, no, so and I guess I like so you got the you got the figure right. Andrew, it will be on its way to you sometime in 2030 or something. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be here by the time Cooper graduates. Right, it's his graduation <laughs> present, I think, right? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I, like, you're super excited about it, and I do not want to downplay it because, like I said, the figure is awesome. But I'm wondering, like... Yeah, I think you said it right. Is this a is this a Captain Phasma? Like, is it going to be, uh, is it going to be the payoff that uh, they are building up to with Baby Groot? Um, and I don't know, man. I'm very very skeptical. So, what I, I think it's I think it's fair. I mean, I think there's a there's there's a fair level of um, distance you want to put yourself on ex- on the expectation level because. Because of things like what happened with Captain Phasma, right? Um, but I, what here's what I would say: This isn't Star Wars, um, and and the areas in which they delivered on the front end of it, like Groot in the first film, they you know they teased him up and stuff too, and Rocket, and they fully delivered in the in the first film. So right, I don't know. I would say have a healthy skepticism. I, yeah, and I think, and that's what I'm trying to do. I just so the other thing that plays into it is is since the the original film was so huge, they have even more expectations, and the expectations that come from, uh, you know, the the Big Brother Disney and and all the producers and everything to deliver on this film. And a lot of that is like, people are loving, you know, there's focus groups. People are loving Groot. Let's add more Groot. Let's add this. Let's make him do this. And like, I just, I loved Guardians so much. And I'm, I am worried uh, that it will not live up to the hype um, and, and, and try too hard to be, uh, to beat out its predecessor, sounds uh, like it's you. it's gonna deliver. You know, Patrick just said it. It sounds like it's it's gonna be fine. Um, but I I guess I'm sick of seeing all of the baby Groot stuff. Uh, 
and we're not seeing much of any of the other Guardians stuff. Yeah, I think I think we'll yeah. As the Luke, as the just so you know, out. Groot still loves you. No, he doesn't. He does. Yeah, he is. I remember him saying specifically, "I am Groot." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I uh, I so I think I think you're right. I mean, this movie is it was first Guardians of the Galaxy was is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, uh, it's top five favorite movies ever. Yep. And um, so my expectations are high, but I I also he's just so freaking cute. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like he, right now, to me, he can do no wrong. Now, if he, if they overdo it, we'll see. But um, Are you talking about David so Hasselhoff? Excited. Yeah, David Hasselhoff is super freaking cute. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to get a one to one scale David <laughs> Hasselhoff, but like Baywatch Hasselhoff, <laughs> like, hot toys figure. <laughs> that's that's a whole different look in the as your long psyche. as it's pre greased. <laughs> well, obviously it's pre-greased. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that's fair. We'll we'll you know stand by next next week. You will get a full-on review. We will. Um, and uh, and we'll see how this goes. But uh, man, Guardians of the Galaxy two, I'm super stoked about. So yeah. And Tom Whalen did the pins, like a special pin set and a special uh, glass that they that he did in conjunction with Mondo and Alamo Draft House. Um, and so I, I managed to get those uh, as well. So I'm really excited about that next week. Um, cool. Uh, is that it? You going to toss yeah. it over? No, it's all, it's all you, man. Take it. Man, there's a theme this week. Uh, it's a movie. So I got, um, I got art and design. But I'm going to talk about a movie real quick. It's a little movie uh, that's got a little bit of a buzz during the, uh, during the Oscars called La La Land. Um, and uh, I believe it won Best Picture. Is that correct? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, the host also thought it won best picture. So. The um, presenter, but it did Thank win. You. It did win six. It did win six Oscars. Did did win six Academy Awards. Um, but we get to do something really exciting uh, for this episode, and um, we get to talk about something uh, that we're partnering with Hero Complex Gallery. So we've talked about them before. HCG, um, they do amazing. Uh, amazing gallery shows and partner with amazing artists. Um, we we talked with them. They are pushing out in conjunction with today is the release um, on release day. The, today is the release of La La Land on Blu-ray yep. um, and DVD and whatever. But it's the like the the release for um, home box office. And um, in conjunction with that, they are doing a limited print release um, with some artists. And so uh, at 10 a.m. Central Time, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's 10 a.m. Central Time. Pacific Let time. Let me pull it up. 10 a.m. Pacific. Okay. Pacific Time. So 10 a.m. Pacific Time. So that's, uh, do the math, that's 1 p.m. Eastern if yep. you're an Eastern friend. And that's uh, right at noon if you're Central. Um, and then everyone else can figure out their stuff from there. Mountain Time. But those, are the, ones that I, those are the ones that I care about. Um, they are releasing uh, uh, prints from two different artists. So we've got um, Stan and Vince are the artists. Uh, for a regular and a variant of uh, Sebastian and Mia in the most epic, like, intro. If you've seen the film, it's the entry. It's the start of the film where they're on the, they're in the um, uh, traffic jam and they're singing the song. Um, and it's amazing. I, I was telling the guys before we started recording, the the likeness on Emma Stone is spot on. I don't know that I've ever seen a print with the likeness being so uncanny and she's got this fierce look on her face and she's dancing and then you've got Ryan Gosling kind of in the off to the side a little bit and he's kind of leaning up against the pole um it's a beautiful piece there's a variant there's like a uh, a midday piece and then a, a piece at dusk it's it's beautiful so it's it's really cool and then the other one is a piece called City of Stars and that's by the the Patrick uh, Patrick the artist is Patrick Conan or Conan, I don't know how how you would pronounce it. It's C O N N A N, um, but this piece is beautiful and it's iconic. So if you're um, if you've seen the movie again, you know that they um, they're up on the top of the Hollywood Hills and they're doing this dance and they they float up in the air and it's this uh, um, this iconic look of them dancing in the air over top of the La La Land like Hollywood sign from behind. So you're seeing the perspective from behind the sign and you're looking at them dancing over the sign. So it says la la backwards and you see the city in the background with all the lights and it's beautiful. The colors are amazing. Um, the screen, the screening on this, I mean, alone, I imagine is at least six to 
50 colors um, because it's it's just beautiful. Um, so these prints will go on sale today, like I said, at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, so they're, they range from $60 and $65. They're very, very affordable. But here's the really cool, exciting thing. We get the opportunity to um, reveal an exclusive piece that will be a variant um, that is not only are you seeing it's a it's a variant of the City of Stars piece, but not only are you seeing from behind the um, from behind the the sign, they've also taken all of the 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 text like the movie poster text the, and the flipped it. Yeah, they've flipped it all, so it's all backwards. Um, so it looks like you're looking from the backwards perspective through um, to the scene. It is super cool. It's very fun. Um, it's the actual what you're the what you'll be looking at stuff, if yeah. you're seeing. Yeah, if you're seeing the uh, the episode artwork for this episode, that is the exclusive, um, and uh, they'll be rolling that out. So uh, you heard it here first, folks, and only here. I guess that was nerdy, but it's fine. Was that your, like, papes? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Come on over here. See, I'm going to show you something special. Um, yeah. It's late. I'm so tired. It's fine. We'll get through it. But check it out. It's going to be a great, are... great time. Here's the problem. I'm going to have to buy uh, at least... At least two prints, if not three prints. Um, they did an incredible job on these. They uh, knocked these it out are, of the park. I mean, and this, this is an official release. I mean, this is in conjunction with Lionsgate. It's not yeah. like uh, yeah, these, these are these are real deal. These are officially licensed, and um, you'll go, you'll want to go to hcgart.com. Um, and you can find the links in our show notes to find all these things to get specifically to it. But they they will sell out because they are beautiful oh, absolutely. and they're tied to this movie. So you want to check it out. Um, it, set your clock. And I I own a few H, HCG pieces. Uh, the quality is is everything they do is amazing. Yep. Um, this may be um, these may be like the most like stunning pieces I've seen from them. I just think these are incredible. I have a piece that hangs directly in front of me every time we podcast, and it's and it's literally one of my favorite pieces, and it's by Eight Meets Girl, and it's with with Hero Complex, and we couldn't be happier than to partner with um, Adam Smasher and the entire team out at, at Hero Complex. Thanks for letting us have this opportunity. Yeah. Um, but you want these this artwork in your yep. house, um, even if you just happened to see the movie once, and it was like like you watched it as you passed by the movie theater. This artwork needs to live in your house. It's beautiful. So um, that's it for my master category, which I think means that's it for this episode. A huge thanks to Tom Whalen for joining us. We always love having him on. We're excited to see him as well as a ton of other amazing artists this weekend at Mondo for the Disney show. I believe it's called the Never Grow Up show, and it's their official show with Oh My Disney, um, Cyclops Print Shop, right, and Mondo. So it's a, it's a big, big show. Um, Patrick's going to be out there. I'll be out there, and then a ton of amazing artists. We will be tweeting out and Instagramming out details for the official M of One podcast meetup, um, which will be a great time. So if you're in Austin for that show, come out and hang out. It's going to be a great, great time. Um, you can find us on mofonepodcast.com, right, Patrick? Yes, our website where you can, uh, on the homepage, it links out to the our hot seats that we're running um, all this month and next month. We have links to uh, purchase the artist coloring book. You can check out our archive that has just all the uh, amazing episodes, the amazing uh, artists that we've talked to, um, you know, since the beginning of the dawn of time, which <laughs> yep. I'm sure is a phrase that's commonly used. Yeah. Uh, and then also there's a button for Slack. So you can click that. That'll take you to the Slack invite. So you can uh, request an invite, which will just be uh, generously granted. No, that sounds ridiculous. But you can join the Slack community, hang out with what it were we a hundred and seventy five other artists, yeah, uh, just just amazing, amazing people. So it's a great time. So you want to join us on there, and you can also when you do that go to iTunes and subscribe to the show. When you do that, we will come to you twice a week, every single week, one of these kinds of episodes, and then one with um, an incredible artist telling their story and answering a ton of fun questions. Um, this week you don't want to miss out on that, so go ahead and uh, subscribe on iTunes now. Then once you subscribed, you can rate and review. When you do that. It helps us a ton. Doesn't cost you any money. Costs you very little time, and uh, it's it's just a big help for us. So go ahead on there and do that, and we will read your review if you leave one. And we we've uh, we've we've made good on that promise, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing outstanding presently. I mean, I, you know, I I appreciate everyone that contributes. I've been a bit bummed because I want to I want to read more reviews. You know, like I I I want to. I kind of miss having to force Luke to do voices. 
So anybody that can help on that front of like making Luke read something in a weird voice. And also Patrick's birthday. 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 His birthday. Patrick's birthday is next week. So uh, go My and. My 30th. So send your, me something. His, yeah, he, we want to get 30 new reviews for Patrick's 30th. So we'll just spend an entire yeah. episode reading reviews. <laughs> um, so if you haven't left one, head over to iTunes and do that. It'll be a big help. And if you're overseas, let us know that you did it. Shoot us the content because we don't get to see that. Um, so shoot it over to us. Um, I think there's a thousand other ways you can connect with us. Uh, Instagram is a great one, too. Again, we said we we're going to put out the details of our meetup on there. Follow us on there. It's M of One Podcast. It's M of One Podcast everywhere. You can support the show on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash of one podcast. Um, give a dollar, give five. There will be a fun bloopers this month. I can promise you that. Oh, yeah. Just solely from how the recording went tonight. <laughs> um, there, will be, there will be much bloopers. So for the cost of a cup of coffee each month, you can uh, support us and get some fun content that's bonus. Um, I think, but for now, we're just going to get out of here. Yeah. That sound good? Sure. All right. Yeah. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. And for Tom Whalen, peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts. on sunshine i actually had it I'm and then i took walking it walking on sunshine if this episode music isn't dust in the wind i swear So we kick off the episode saying episode multiple times. We did it this time too. <laughs> and we're continuing that tradition right now. We like to kick off every episode. No. And all your money won't another minute by. Just in the